Welcome to the Covering Ground Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Wheeler. All my friends call me Wheels, so you can too. And I'm so excited to share this with you. This podcast explores the psychology of action versus inaction, why some people can set goals and achieve them while others can't, and how to start even if you don't know where to begin. You'll be hearing from people at all stages of their journeys, from entrepreneurs just starting out to artists who've achieved unparalleled success. I'll be sharing ideas on how to manage resistance, procrastination, environment, and energy to help you take the steps necessary to get to where you want to be. I'll also be sharing my own journey in the messy behind-the-scenes process you don't always get to see. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get started and cover some ground. Welcome to The Tread, the show where I give you a little nugget of information that will help you gain traction in your business, in your creative endeavor, and your life. And today, I want to talk about why all or nothing could be useful in one area of your life. And I'm traditionally not an advocate for all or nothing, but there is a space where humans can benefit from it, and that is taking a break slash rest slash downtime slash recovery time, which I know is easier said than done. I've understood the benefits of taking rest from a fitness perspective. I know the value of taking rest between sets, the value of taking rest the day after, but taking rest from work or projects or creative things has been much harder for me to wrap my brain around. For the longest time in my work, I would typically have a full-time job maybe a little side job, and then be working on some kind of creative project on the side. And I love doing creative projects. It was a way for me to take my mind away from some of the other things I'm working on. Uh, It gave me an opportunity to build a different skill set, think a little bit differently, and I really value that time. That would also include things like taking courses, learning, reading books, sharpening my axe, developing my craft. But what I really struggled with was setting everything down and taking a break. And I felt like this for several reasons. One, I live in New York City in Western society and there is perceived value that comes with just killing yourself and working nonstop and being busy and moving toward the next thing. So it felt like I always had to be moving. Another reason was I felt guilty for taking downtime. Anytime I set aside time to just chill out, I would think, oh my gosh, I should be learning. I should be reading. I should be growing in some way. And I couldn't just sit and relax. I couldn't let my mind calm down enough to actually recover from the things that I was working on because I felt guilty about it. And another reason was I felt like if I wasn't working all the time that I was falling behind. Like I wouldn't make this imaginary date where I thought things needed to be done or or whatever my time constraint was that I set in my head, if I wasn't hitting that, that I'm going backwards, that I'm not progressing, that I'm not getting better. And for so long, those self-limiting beliefs really held me back. And I didn't realize how much they were holding me back until I took the time to actually give myself space to get away from all of it and completely recharge and relax and come back stronger. And I think that was something that was missing. I thought if I wasn't constantly working on it, then I would fall out of practice or I wouldn't be as on top of my shit. And there comes a point when you get diminishing returns. So I was putting in a ton of time, but the work that I was producing wasn't great because I wasn't allowing myself to step away and take time away from it. 
And that's taking a lot of practice, but taking legit breaks and downtime and days completely off have helped my productivity, my stress levels, my happiness levels. It's affected all of my work and productivity in a huge way. So if I think about it from a fitness perspective, fitness is stress on the body. Work also can be a lot of stress on the body, physically, mentally, emotionally. So if I'm in the gym doing three sets of five heavy squats, I'm going as heavy as I can for five reps, it might take 30 seconds to do those five reps. But if I am putting all of my energy and effort into those five reps that take about 30 seconds, I need two to three to four minutes before I start the next set to recover. So if I'm giving max effort, there needs to be way more time to rest and recover to get back to that level of giving your max effort again. It's the same thing as sprinting. If you go out onto a track and you do 100 meters, 100 meter dash, as fast as you can, and let's just say you happen to be an Olympic gold medalist and you can do that in nine seconds. For you to do that level again, you would have to rest for minutes. And it makes sense in fitness, but as we're moving through our work, as we're moving through our projects, if you are in a sprint phase or if you are in a very heavy lifting phase, you won't be able to produce the same quality of work if you are not allowing yourself sufficient time to recover, to regroup on your thoughts, to give yourself space to be in a mind to create again. You need recovery. Now, if we're talking in endurance and maybe you're not going as hard or as fast, you don't need as much rest, but you still need to recover. So it might not be 10 seconds on, three minutes off. It might be 25 minutes of endurance work on, five minutes off before you go again. And that's super useful in your day-to-day operations as well. If you have five hours to work and you're trying to work straight through five hours, your output, the level of creativity, the return on your investment will be less than if you did 25 minutes of solid work, got up, took a five-minute break, did some stretching, went to a different room, smelled the air, listened to a song, get completely out of that headspace and come back in fresh, ready to go. That's why when people take vacations and they leave their computers at home and they turn their phones off, they can come back feeling good, ready to do work. This past weekend, the staff at Mark Fisher Fitness did a staff retreat where we got bussed up to this big cabin in the woods. And while we were with all of our colleagues, we didn't talk about work at all. We just had fun together. We went crazy for a couple of days and had complete downtime, fun time, craft time, be silly time. And I feel so ready to get back into it this upcoming week and have a great week at work because we took that time to be away from it. Now, again, I know it's easier said than done, but even getting into the practice of setting your clock for 25 minutes, working for 25 minutes, stand up, get out of that space and come back. And you can do it again and again and again, but giving yourself that time will make a difference. If you can take full days where you can be away or get immersed in a book or do something that you're not thinking about your work at all, it will make a difference when you come back. Remember, lifting weights, running, work, they're all stressors. And if you keep pushing the boundary, you keep that stress up, you will have diminishing returns. So when you're on and doing your work, 
Be all in. Be there. Get after it. But when you stop, aim for nothing. This is one area of life that can be super beneficial and help you be a happier, healthier person overall without as much burnout, without as much resentment, without as much spinning the wheels, without going anywhere. I hope this has been helpful. Give it a try. Practice. You'll find ways that work for you and you'll start to notice the more downtime you can give yourself, the better quality of work you will produce. Go take that rest, my friend, and cover some ground. Ground.